And although business culture typically has poo-pooed that in past years, like, why well, we got to talk about, like, how people feel and the impact of this. Yes, because you're dealing with human beings. And so in leadership, that's an important area that's often missed. But I think if you're not understanding that inclusivity is the right thing to do anyway, at least look at the fact that it also could be impacting your ability to create that culture to not have a hostile work environment, to have a safe space where people can feel free to be themselves and have that creativity to be innovative, to know that they can do things that might be different, look different, get to that result or that outcome differently than others. And that's just not something that we put on the wall or say that we do as a business owner. It's something that has to be thread within the culture to create that. If you're a CEO, entrepreneur, or business owner that can't seem to figure out what is blocking you from attaining the next level of growth in your business, then listen up. I'm Maria DeLorenzis Reyes. I've taken what I've learned in 30 years working inside multi-million dollar corporations, building my own business, and consulting my clients, and discovered five themes that stop a business from scaling. I've created a tool to help you get the answers you need to get unstuck and unlock the next level of growth. Head over to scale.mariadr.com and click the link to get your custom Scale Factor Formula scorecard when this episode is over. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Finding the Upside. I'm so happy you chose to join me today. Whether you're listening or watching on the YouTube channel, welcome. Today, I have a shorty episode for you. And I wanted to just tease an upcoming episode. I recorded it yesterday in studio with an amazing guest, Pasha Marlowe. She was my guest. And I interviewed her basically about the importance of understanding neurodiversity and neurodivergence. And really what the intriguing part for me was, it was such an um, enlightening conversation. We touched on so many different things and I want you to listen to that. There's so much goodness in that episode and so much uh, understanding that I didn't even have on some of these terms. But neurodivergence and neurodiversity really talks about how we are all different in terms of our, how our brains process information, how we learn. And I think we as people kind of know inherently that that's the case. But what's an interesting uh, perspective on this is her background is that she's a marriage and family therapist, but she became a neurodiversity coach to not only help people who are neurodivergent, and all that means is that different than what the society norm is. And that doesn't mean better or worse. It just means that it sits outside of what our social norms say is either acceptable or what's good or what's praised and rewarded. And where I really, we focus on a lot of different things, education, workplaces, in our own families, with our own self, judging ourselves if we do things differently than others. What's really important to understand is that this comes into play in all areas of life. And this term neurodivergence just simply means that instead of adopting anything like 
a learning disability label or mental health diagnoses that are really pathological kind of labels and have negative connotations to them, not only for ourselves, but for others who are in an environment and have to identify that way, that we should just understand that neurodivergence and neurodiversity is just differences. And doesn't mean anything is good or bad, it just means it's different. So I, what I was so intrigued about in this discussion was, as I said, we spoke about many different angles with this topic. But when we talked about DE&I efforts in companies, um, we talked about kind of the push and shove that we're seeing right now where companies are in some cases really looking at this in a very responsible way and really trying to dig in and create in inclusive environments where there is contingents in our society that are pushing against this for various reasons. Um, and although I personally, and she doesn't as well, agree with that criticism on DEI efforts, it, we really talked about how neurodivergency is often missed in DEI efforts. And I want to explain what the aha for me was in that. Now, those of you who listen and know me know that I do a lot of work with companies and my own company and my own leadership and management experience to really create inclusive spaces and educate people on what that means. Um, a lot of times I am, as a consultant in my consulting work, I'm left to kind of correct some of the issues caused by environments that aren't inclusive and can really disrupt not just productivity, but really disrupt the work environment and the culture, and they stop companies from really evolving into a safe space and a productive workspace. But what was really important for me that I definitely took away from our conversation was, you know, companies nowadays hopefully are embracing how do I create an inclusive environment, but what she spoke about was how so many people that she works with and so many companies that she's asked to help really are understanding the importance of creating that inclusivity on all levels. And of course, that has to do with also gender and sexuality and races and ages and all different types of things to create that inclusive environment. But in this neurodiversity or this neurodivergent area, why that's important as well, because in all of those cases, people often have left companies because they have not felt like there's been an effort where there is a safe space for them to be themselves, to work the way they naturally do, even if it's different than what the norm is or what is typical. And that was a big moment for me where I said, wow, as companies, we are often struggling to find and retain the best talent for all the reasons that are out there that we're currently experiencing right now. Some self-inflicted in the business community, like I've talked about in other episodes. But think about that. If you are not, as a company, embracing diversity, equity, and inclusion on all levels, including this neurodiversity, including that in your efforts, 
think about how that's impacting your ability to retain people simply because there's no safe space for them to that's been created for them to be themselves. And although business culture typically has poo-pooed that in past years, like, well, we got to talk about like how people feel and the impact of this. Yes, because you're dealing with human beings. And so in leadership, that's an important area that's often missed. But I think if you're not understanding that inclusivity is the right thing to do anyway, at least look at the fact that it also could be impacting your ability to create that culture to not have a hostile work environment, to have a safe space where people can feel free to be themselves and have that creativity to be innovative, to know that they can do things that might be different, look different, get to that result or that outcome differently than others. And that's just not something that we put on the wall or say that we do as a business owner. It's something that has to be thread within the culture to create that. So I just wanted to give you a tease on this full episode. And we talked so much and got into so much detail about this topic that we did decide we are going to do a second part as well. So I encourage you to go ahead after listening to this episode Make sure that you're subscribed so that you'll get notified when we add a new episode and then you won't miss that one. But I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Finding the Upside. Bye for now, friends. All right, so I hope you loved this episode and found it valuable. Thanks for hanging out with me. And if you'd be so kind, if you know someone else that this will help, please share this episode with them. Just grab a link for this specific episode, text it to a friend or colleague so we can help more people like you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you next time for more entrepreneurial goodness. Same time, same place on the Finding the Upside podcast.